It was the night before Christmas and all through the house. I wanted a muscle, He-Man, typed Santa Claus. Yeah, this is Jackie. You know, Santa Crystals. I'm Justin. The only thing that got served up for Christmas this year was a bunch of ass whippings. I'm Sam, and this is Santa with Muscles on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rides, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to a Christmas episode of Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. Um, I'm your host, Justin, with me are always Sam and Jackie. The start of the holiday season has uh, finally reached us. We are all uh, all sprinkly with Christmas cheer and uh, at the same time freezing our asses off. Winter shopping. has come. And shopping. Shopping, freezing, and sparkles of Christmas cheer. That's, Christmas, that's just, the sparkles of Christmas cheer is just frostbite. Oh, oh, okay. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta go to the doctor about that. Yeah, the fact that you're seeing little crystals in your eyes. Mm, mm-hmm. Snow blind. Blink, yeah. blink, my friend, <laughs> blink. Um. So, Santa with Muscles from 1996. Your pick this week, Sam, starring Terry Hulk Hogan and... Uh, who else? Anybody? Miley Cyrus. Mila yeah. Kunis. Yeah, Miley yeah. Cyrus is good. Miley Cyrus is not in this. <laughs> no, this is Mila Kunis's first movie. Yeah, it's not her first appearance. She was in a couple of television shows first, I guess, which is why they didn't give her the uh, end introducing credit like the other girl got. She wasn't a, a Disney kid. Nope. Oh, okay. No, she came from this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and to go on and do such fine films as Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. Her I mean, it's career funny. arc is very cyclic. In an interview, she was saying that she was too young to really understand the gravity of what it meant to work with Hulk Hogan. And I was uh-huh. like, one, no, you weren't. And two, it means you're in shit movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan's probably cool, but she had to be in that wheelhouse age. Like, she looked nine or ten. She didn't understand the gravity of working with Hulk Hogan because gravity caused him to give her the big leg. He smashed her with his big leg. <laughs> You know, gravity. He doesn't do the big leg <laughs> to the children. It's not funny. <laughs> but when he does it to, uh, you know, other When guys, he does it to other wrestlers, people just go, boof, what a terrible finisher. <laughs> the big Boof. Leg. I guess it is kind of a big leg. That's what ladies say, too. Boof. When, what a terrible when finisher. When he gives them the big leg, or just in general, like when. That's a sex innuendo, when, sir. When, when <laughs> I'm done with you, you go, boof. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Thank you. Hooray. I'd rather have the big elbow. This wrestling match is over. (laughs) (laughs) No, every lady that dates him has one of those wrestling bells by their bed, and they're like, ding, 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 Mm -hmm. ding. Get get off, fucker. (laughs) This round's over. Get out. Gene Steratore is just walking around the bed constantly. (laughs) 
Every now and then, Ric Flair just walks in and goes, Woo! <laughs> you mean Mean Gene Okerlund? Yeah, Mean Gene. Yeah. Who's Gene Sterator? Gene Sterator is one of the NFL referees. Oh, yeah. He's the guy that owns the plumbing company. Or okay, whatever, you know, right? he's there too. Yeah. <laughs> Offside. Gene Sterator. <laughs> you know, it's all the same thing. Anyways, what do you got, Sam? Well, this is actually after. Thunder in Paradise, if you can believe mm-hmm. that, right, 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 that there was still Hulk Hogan. This is the aftermath of like them trying to push Hogan or him trying to push himself or whatever, like being a viable movie deal. Because right? mm-hmm. mm-hmm. really, the only two swings at it he had from a theatric release standpoint were probably Suburban Commando and Mister Nanny. Uh, no holds barred went to the theaters. Well. Yes, that's true, yeah. but we we know all about that. Yeah, one. right. Yeah, like, <laughs> that was the birth of like when. Back when uh, Vince McMahon still thought he was going to be the Hollywood producer. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. oh, we got a better movie. So I would even go so far as Suburban Commando stinks. We haven't done that one. No, yet. we have not. It will happen. Yeah. It will happen. But the one of his that actually probably did okay in theaters is Mr. Nanny. Right. That's the right, only one yeah. that was sort of like, wow, this is a passable film also with him in it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen either of those. Mr. Nanny, I don't think I've seen it. Or the Commando Suburban one. Commando I've seen. It's awesome. Suburban Commando is... He's bad in Suburban Commando. Uh, <laughs> but because it's obvious that he's not going to be a big screen draw, that's when they try Thunder in Paradise. Right. And then it's obvious that he's not going to be a small screen, <laughs> small screen draw outside of wrestling, right? Right. Uh so he does these two, and these two are really st- or two movies for Jordan Belafort, if you can believe it. Who's Jordan Belafort? The Wolf of Wall Street. That Wolf of Wall Street? The Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. He's okay. like, I'm so, ah, the cocaine, I gotta make movies. <laughs> so how does all this happen? This guy, John Marlowski, he's gonna direct both this and the... Uh, Secret Agent Club. The Secret Agent the Club. The Secret Agent Club. And they do them the same year. These are shot and released in 96. Mm-hmm. So at that time, Jordan Belafort, that's when the SEC is coming down on his ass. Sure, okay. Yeah. They're shutting down his uh, Stratton Oakmont, his uh, venture capital, his investment firm. Mm-hmm, they're, mm-hmm. They're, they're in there with file boxes and guys and shutting all this down. And then I don't know, is this his escape hatch that he thought he was going to have into movies? Because he does eight movies in 96 and 97 before he has to go to federal prison. That's why John DeLorean uh, produced all those junkyard dog movies. For the same reason. No, it was just because he already had to have junkyards for all the DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> Zap! Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Elon. <laughs> There'd be fucking a lot of cyber trucks in the landfills with the ET video game. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, he I, it seems like, one, he either hid money this way, or two, he thought he was going to escape hatch off of Wall Street into Hollywood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and go big time with these movies. And there's some interesting players that end up in these movies. He got uh, James Brolin, Tracy Lords, Bruce Campbell, and uh, Linda Blair. Wow. In... All of, and then Hogan, obviously, mm-hmm. but just like in this like big wham run and doing eight movies as an exec in two years is pretty good. Yeah. Huh. 
They all look this bad. That's good. Every single one of them looks god-awful. It looks like we've opened up a whole new can of worms. Yeah. Well, come on. They threw some money at this one with the crane shot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't barely work. (laughs) You couldn't see what was happening behind the uh, mechanical Santa, but I I appreciated that they tried. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the spirit of Christmas is... Just giving it the old college try. Giving it the old college try. <laughs> and that's really sort of the most interesting thing about this is that this is a slew of films that was one of a slew of films that was produced by Jordan Belfort before he got thrown in the slammer. What uh, what do we got on numbers here? No reports. This is where I was wondering if he hid money. Mm-hmm. No one knows what it costs. Okay. I'm going to guess, what, three? Three. That's what I'd Three put, million. Yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, it made 200000 Oof. Oof. Ouch. Well, guys, I hid the money. In the toilet. I hid, <laughs> I hid the money. I, it's gone. You'll never find I it. Actually, if you ever seen a magician make something disappear, I've done it for real with the money. Poof. <laughs> I think if Press I, to digitation, it's gone. I think if I was going to hide money, mm-hmm. I'd probably strap it to a toilet. Okay. And then? Then every time I pooped, I'd be like, millions! That's so dumb. There's no way you could fit very much money into toilet shaggy. Well, I, you don't need much if you, like, go to Mexico or something. <laughs> Which you're going to be on the toilet you're a lot. You're going to be on the toilet yeah. when you get used to the bacteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but think of it this way. Your money, is, your money is safe. Nobody wants to fucking go in there. <laughs> well, because everybody's toilet's just the same destructed level that uh, just doesn't matter. Huh. You know. Well, my plan is afoot. Yeah, afoot. It's afoot. afoot. <laughs> my plan is afoot. The toilets in Mexico. Prepare yourself for my arrival. Uh, so weird. Okay. Uh, uh, nothing else? That's what not we really, got. not okay. really. Not All right, let's dig into Santa with muscles. I'm very surprised that we haven't got to this before. Yeah, it is. It, well, I guess the one thing else would be is that Bob, the two people from that 70s show were in this movie and their careers survived. Mila Kunis and... Bob... Bob. Next door neighbor. What's oh, the neighbor guy dad? that was married to uh, uh, what's her face from Beastmaster. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, huh, that's true. Lem- Lenny. Lenny. Lenny's Bob. Yeah, that's right. Huh. What a. What wow, a, I didn't put that together. What a kooky coincidence. Or maybe it was intentional. Maybe somebody was like, uh, you know, we got to get these guys from that uh, uh, he probably wrestling sh- guy movie. He probably shows up for his first day on that 70s show, sees her and goes, Ah, shit, maybe next week. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's a hit anyway. Oh, no, it's the kid from the Hogan movie. Fuck, we're both going to lose this job. Oh, we got that guy from fucking RoboCop? Oh, my God. My agent told me not to work for Fox. The lady from Beastmaster and the the teenager with the huge cans. (laughs) Teenager with the used cans. I mean, these are the people that canceled Briscoe County Jr. What am I doing here? (laughs) Okay, Santa with muscles. Uh, So... The movie starts us out with uh, our narrator, Elizabeth, uh, explaining the situation in, I guess, L.A.? Where was this at? Supposed to be? It's supposed to be in L.A. Okay. Lakeville. Lakeville, yeah. Some some place near the valley, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, that has been invaded by a fat cat named uh, Mr. Frost. Uh, Abner Frost or something. Abner very, Frost. Very... Uh, Ebenezer Frost. Bo, Bo Humbug-esque. Yeah. Uh, Until you put Ed Begley in the part. Junior in the part, and you're just like, he's too charming and funny. How Stop many it, times Begley. has Egg Begley, Begley Jr. been on the podcast? It's got to have been like four or five. Something like he's that. He's getting up there. And it's you can't cast him as a bad guy. Just, no. 
He's too lovable. Yeah. He's he's just got one of those faces where you're like, oh, you're not really evil. You're just have diarrhea. <laughs> it's what? okay, buddy. Here's some Kaopactic. Kaopactic. Just, just Sponsors of Stinker Madness <laughs> and diarrhea medicine that doesn't exist. Yes, it does. <laughs> Kaopactate. God. You don't even know your diarrhea medicine. And you're, you're going to go down to Mexico with the toilet plan? Get your ducks in a row. Fuck. <laughs> this plan is afoot. God. <laughs> now, so, now that I've got the correct medicine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, he's ruining the town. He's buying everything up, uh, forcing everybody out of their homes and their businesses, and uh, start. he's demolishing everything. And they're like, eh, what a jerk. And he's got this weird, like, house mansion thing. I don't even know what he does. Like, what's his... Other than tearing shit down, he has ev- he has evil science. He has evil science and germ phobia. Yes, yes, germ phobia. Right, 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 I right. couldn't tell if it was germ phobia or if he like had Eats a compromised people. immune system or something. Yeah, but he has like air sanitizers all over his yard. Mm-hmm, it took mm-hmm. forever to figure out what those were. Yeah, I, I guess I just now figured that out. Good job, Sam. <laughs> yeah, it was like. The first time you see his mansion, you're like, is this science or is it a mansion? It's a science mansion? I don't know what this science is. Right. Because they talk about the scientists uh-huh. and their henchmen. And and sometimes you just get shots of the inside and there's just scientists wandering around yeah. having rabble, rabble, rabble discussions. I want to know why all of the shrubbery is in plastic bags. I'm guessing because he's germaphobe? I mean, but that... Because... The hedges are going to get you? Well, maybe it's like, you know, when people keep the plastic on their furniture. You ever been to a house that's like that? Like, Yeah. Come, yep. come on in, Sally. I've got some old lady candy. And if you pee, it's okay because the couch is wrapped in vinyl. The, there's like every room is never been touched, covered in plastic. But there's one room. Uh-huh. You mean the dungeon, has, the sex dungeon? Well, no, it's oh. like there's the chair and a television and uh-huh. the, Six cats, and right? That's, they just—it's just smells like cat, right? Yeah, I don't—I don't get that. Keeping fucking plastic on your like, dude, it's just a fucking couch, lady. Well, back in the day, though, furniture was expensive. Yeah, and you know, but still, they, people had kids, and they were like, "Keep your little fucking rugrats off my shit." It's still just a couch. Yeah, it's, but it's every not a grandparent fucking... in the world had their couch covered because they knew that when their grandkids came over, they were gonna fuck everything up. It's not a Fabergé egg. It's a Davenport. I mean, get some mud on it. You know, break it in. Yeah, who gives a shit? Nobody is like us, dude, where we have a, a dog couch that's just like, <laughs> well, fuck, there's drool and dog hair and mud <laughs> and dander all over this thing. You try to Meh. sit on it, there's usually a dog there before <laughs> you get there. And you're like, oh, damn it, I called seat back, Sonia. And she's like, fuck you, I'm not moving. Not a chance. She's like, go ahead and try to pick me up. Mm-hmm. I'm like a bowling ball with legs. Uh, he wants to demolish the orphanage that, uh, Elizabeth lives in. And so she writes to Santa saying, Hey, Santa, this guy's a total prick. Um, I'm a nice kid. I've been good all year. So can you, um, send like help? Maybe like gun guy. Could we get gun guy, Santa? She's like, could you come early and help us out? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And immediately you see this kid and you're like, no. Why? Because you, you fucking hate Elizabeth because she's a sweet, innocent, lovely, endearing child? No. Because you've got a heart of coal? 
You don't have the true spirit of Christmas, Jackie. Well, at least if my heart's made of coal, I can start a fire. That's the dumbest joke. <laughs> P.U. <laughs> I don't know. I just take one look at this kid and I'm like, your hair's all tangly. No, we're not helping She's you. She's an orphan. So what? So maybe they don't have good, uh, they don't have pantene. Yeah, they don't have, they don't have uh, herbal essence there. <laughs> oh, I, I hope not. Those commercials were a little risque, if you yeah. ask me. <laughs> you don't want herbal essence in a kid's place. Uh, yeah, they've just got uh, Pert. Pert Plus? Yeah. yeah. They don't even have that. Right? Yeah, it's an orphanage. They've got the off-brand crap that you can't really pronounce it because the bottle's in some other language, but... You recognize shampoo enough on the bottle to be like, I think this is shampoo. Yeah, see, yeah. it's not her no, fault. No, you just wash your hair with bar soap. Ivory. You're like, this is ivory, not even <laughs> ivory. <laughs> like, that might not even be soap. But use it to wash your hair. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's not her fault, Jackie. She's an orphan. She's a nice little kid. Um, elsewhere, old Terry is uh, busting into an estate. He, there's a like a little gold box that may or may not have Marcellus Wallace's soul in it mm-hmm. on the outdoor patio table. You expect to see some guy wearing all white with a big cigar, like looking out on the balcony and be like, get that man. Ben Gazzara. Yeah, Ben Gazzara. Yeah, there you go. Um, but he, he comes in and he starts kicking the staffer's ass like the gardeners fighting him. The driver's fighting him. The chef is fighting him. The yeah. butler. Uh, anybody that would work on uh, some rich guy's place. Yeah, he kicks this gardener's ass, and then he steps on his head, uh-huh. and he's like, uh, don't stop and smell the roses. It's the dumbest. And I'm like, what a fucking cock. What a brick. Yeah. Like, I, that guy is working for minimum wage. He's just there clipping the roses, and you just beat the hell out of right, him. Right, right. He didn't even try to, like, stop you. He's just like, please don't hit me, sir. Uh, excuse me. Oh, oh God. <laughs> He's got another guy with a rake that's like going ape shit, and they're all screaming. Right. Yeah, it's a really bad, like full staff Pink Panther thing. Uh-huh. Right, where it's not just the butler, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But Jackie caught onto it quick. By the time the chef gets in on the act, I was like, "Oh no, she's right. These people work for him." Yeah, yeah it's his he's, place. He's smiling, and and they seem like they're having fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a like a kill your boss training Every, exercise it's, it's for fun. Every it's 10 a.m. It's 10 a.m. We have to try to kill uh, our boss mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for his amusement. Right. Otherwise, we'll be fired. Yeah. <laughs> well, he says this is exercise. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, get a fucking gym membership. Nobody likes to be hit in the head at 10 a.m. every day. At one point, he takes two like silver platters. And smashes his um, against a guy's head, and it's turned like they replace the actor with a dummy, and his head gets smashed. Yeah, but then he's like fine to make eggs later. Right? <laughs> like, hey, cool job. So what? How, hi, honey. How was work today? I got my head smashed. <laughs> yeah. And he threw out my eggs. He didn't even taste them. Right. He just threw them on the ground and then hit me in the head with the silver platter. Well, at least we have insurance. Right. Well, yeah. and he tells him there's no Christmas insurance. He's like, there's no Christmas bonus. Right. I'm like, fucking kill him now. He is his character, Blake, whatever his last name is, is he's a pretty big prick. He's a total douche. He's a total douche. Uh, he his business. He's the tenth richest man or the richest man in ten states, 
And his business, I think, is like weight gain. <laughs> it's nutritional supplement right. bullshit, right? But then, no, he had like his whole line of shit. He's like Paul Newman. Yeah, yeah, Without yeah, the yeah. acting. He's right. got salad dressing. He's uh-huh. got all the breakfast cereal. Yeah, that's right. He's on the cereal box. But then he's also got like fucking whey protein. Yeah, whey protein. <laughs> Creatine. That he's complaining that his face isn't big enough on the canister mm-hmm. and it needs to be more tan. Right. Well, it's oh, more oily you know orange orange yeah i'm, I'm not orange enough yet <laughs> um nothing so looks like more natural than bleach blonde hair and orange skin uh-huh uh-huh yeah, yeah. seen that once or twice recently um so he's like okay good job everybody uh you suck let's go we're going paintballing so he just drives out in the woods with his guys mm-hmm. and it's two other guys on these motorcycles. I don't even know who the fuck they are. They're are they motorcycle his guys. They're his motorcycle guys. Yeah. It's just they hang out in the garage all day, wait for going these paintball. These are the paintball guys. Okay. Are they his friends or his employees? I think they're employed to be his paintball friends. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. That's could what be. it seems like. Yeah. 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 They're out there and they're like, fuck, we're going to get shot again. And then he pulls the same fucking jackass move he pulls every, every fucking time. Goddamn weekend. Where he turns around, looks at the other team's captain, and he's like, the thing is to capture the flag, and then shoots him in the gut point. at close blank range. Yeah. So you know that guy is just like, fuck, I just healed up from the last time he did that. I swear to God, I have internal injuries. Mm-hmm. Winner. Oh, boy, I'm so glad we went paintballing. Gotcha. Yeah, you did. I'm going to lay down for a minute. <laughs> you realize how bad that fucking hurts. Uh, so they're, they chase after him because that's part of the game too, I guess. They get back in their cars and chase after him on motorcycles. Clint Howard's down the ways a little bit, just hanging out as officer Clint Howard. He's obviously dodging work. Right, right, right. Because he's patrolling an area that shouldn't have anything (laughs) going. He's like, um, I just gotta, I I gotta, I gotta, guys, I'm gonna stake out the middle of the desert. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. And then, much to his chagrin, people are actually there behaving mostly illegally, and he right. has to do something. About right, it. right. <laughs> well, and he's, like, practicing being a cop uh-huh. with his radar gun. He's like, gotcha. And, like, who are you radaring? <laughs> like, a lizard? A squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's just sitting there, like, randomly shooting animals with this laser gun. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, that was a pretty fast tortoise. <laughs> Gonna have to pull you over, Sonny takes off his sunglasses he goes over there do you know how fast you were going sir and the tortoise just kind of looks at him and keeps going and so he steps on his back and he's like hey i'm talking to you and then the tortoise is like oh yeah fuck you and turns around bites his foot off right so this is like first blood with a tortoise clint howard yeah this is how the fucking la riots got started right police brutality yeah you know turtles had enough why can't we all just get along? Why can't we all <laughs> just get along? Okay, so so he chases after these dirt bikers. He's like, shit, they're terrorists. And uh, it's hot pursuit. He calls in his buddies at the LAPD. They're following him. Uh, and uh, Blake is like, <laughs> this is fun. I like getting chased by cops. Aren't you going to pull over? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Rule number 20, never surrender. Right. Yep. And then he makes his buddy take the wheel so he can shoot the police car with paintballs. So that they can crash. So that they crash, turning this whole episode into a felony. I think they shoot back. I don't think that... They start shooting back at that point. Well, yeah. Well, I guess at one point, some guy busts out his shotgun and shoots Santa in the face. I don't really... But it was like a Santa billboard. 
wasn't actually Santa. <laughs> and it wasn't really part of the chase. They were just like, I don't know. Yeah, take it, Suck billboard. Suck it, Santa, billboard. Yeah, I don't know. And then they like veer off and start headed towards the mall. That's what we need. Fucking a hot pursuit with gunfire at the mall. Three days before Christmas. Yeah, this guy is a cool guy, right? Yeah. Well, that's when he decides for, to, you know, help his buddy out mm-hmm. to be a good friend, finally, right, right. by bailing out of the car. <laughs> that's right. Rule number 23, when in doubt, bail out. Yep. So, like, see you later, employee friend. And by later, I mean five to 17 years <laughs> right. later because you're going to jail for a felony and I'm running away. Yeah, he just bails out and the guy, like, tries to get over to the driver's seat as fast as he can. Why Hulk Hogan sneaks off to the mall, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, what a fucking cocksucker! Because you know that by the time that he reaches the entrance of the mall, his friend has been pulled over and is eating fucking concrete. Yeah, <laughs> because the police have him down on the ground. They're stepping on him like they're like, take that tortoise, yeah, stupid turtle. <laughs> or this is just Wednesday at ten thirty, and they're like. So you do it again, and he, he bailed on you again? Hey, Phil. Yeah. Hey. Same old stuff, huh? Fancy meeting you here, Boy, huh? I wish we could arrest yeah. that rich guy, but, you know, this is America. We don't do that here. Ugh. Keeps buying fucking city parks. Yeah, right. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, so Hogan goes inside. Uh, Santa, is mall Santa, is MIA. He's nowhere to be found. I guess he just fucked off and found a vat of vodka to fall into or something like it that. It seems they have no explanation as mm-hmm. to why the centerpiece of the Christmas pageantry at the mall is missing. Right. So the elves are tasked with to go out and find him. Like 50 bucks to the elf that can find Santa. And they're like, wait, we're not really elves. We're just other guys that you found to dress up like this. You fucking go dress somebody up. Like oh, hey Santa. man, that's fifty bucks, dude. Sure. Those those elves are probably getting paid fifty dollars for the whole day. I doubt that much. Yeah, think back in nineteen ninety six. You know, maybe. Well, and minimum wage was five dollars. Yeah. No, yeah. they're getting like thirty bucks. Yeah, cool. Yeah, fifty's a good day. Good haul. Yeah. <laughs> Double dipping. Uh, so elsewhere at the Frost Mansion, uh. They've got the shoe store owner, and they're torturing him. And we get introduced to Frost's goons. No, these are scientists. (laughs) That have been kicked out of major universities that are ahead of their time. Right, yeah, sure. But they're totally just henchmen. They're just goons. (laughs) But they're at least themed henchmen. Right, we've got, uh, well, there's the doctor, who's like uh, Frost's right-hand man. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, I don't know what the archaeologist's name is. Archaeologist. That's it? Yeah. You don't want to say that every time. Call the archaeologist. Because, you know, one of these days you're going to fuck it up. He sucks because he doesn't really have a sort of predictable theme. Mm-hmm. He's just an archaeologist. Right. And then there's the lady that has electric gloves. Miss Watt. Miss Watt, yeah. So she's got a better theme, but mm-hmm. I don't really know if she's a scientist. Right. And then there's Smell Guy. There's fart Man. <laughs> fart Man. He's, what is he supposed to be, like a chemical guy? Yeah, he's, he's just like, a chemist. Yeah, oh yeah, a chemist, but mm-hmm. he's not. He's just Fart Smell Guy. Fart Smell Guy. <laughs> and he's got blood vials in his Bandero. Bandolier. Bandolier, Bandolier thank yeah. you. Bandolier. And uh, Say Antonio Bandero. <laughs> Antonio Bandero. <laughs> Antonio Bandero could have fucking made this thing hot. <laughs> Running around as a counterpunch to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's take our shirts off. No, we cannot take our shirts off. Too sexy. It's amazing how you put him in a serious role and you're like, what a truly gifted actor. And you put a gun in his hand and he turns into a fucking jackass. Um. Okay, so yeah, so that's their team. Uh, back at the mall. Hogan has found a, a Santa suit in the closet and has disguised himself as Santa as Clint Howard comes in is like, hey, you seen uh, this guy wearing uh, paintball camo? Uh, he's a terrorist. We're going to shoot him. Uh, and, and Santa's like, no, I'm just a Santa. And uh, they're like, okay, see you later. But his camouflage is hanging out of his back. This his is a sh- his shirt or something. problem that I've always had is... I'll have another pair of pants in my pants and right, put them on and right. not notice there's a whole other pair of pants there's in there. a whole other pair of pants. <laughs> like, they're either over your pants all the way, but you can't just have, like, oh, I've got an extra pair of pants in God, my... How many pants are in here? In the back of one of the legs. <laughs> like, that you're gonna notice. I'm kind of wondering if it was supposed to be, like, he shoved that, his fatigues, right, uh-huh. into the front of his suit so he could look fat. Mm. But then oh. the leg came out the back. Yeah, maybe. 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 And I'm thinking, are you that fucking stupid? Like, yeah. you have a belt on. You put the belt on, then you shove the stoop. You stupid. Um, So he has to hide in the garbage chute. And eventually some guy, some trash guy, drops a big Santa decoration on his head, knocking him into the bottom of the where the garbage goes. Yeah. And he is dead. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He the dies. movie's over. He only gets knocked out by trash. Mm-hmm. Odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when he, he gets hit in the head, I don't know if he's knocked out then, but when he lands, he bonks his head against the trash can. Yeah. Uh, so he, he, he's unconscious. Uh, one of the elves is standing over him and robs him, just fucking straight up steals his wallet and his money and all that shit. Bob from that 70s show. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, Lenny. Lenny in this movie. Yeah. Um. And Hogan comes to and is like, what happened? Uh, who are you? Well, who am I? Well, you're fucking Santa, dude. Look at what you're wearing. Come on. Let's get on stage. You're, you're Santa, buddy. So A, he jacked his wallet. Yeah. But then he's got a sweet 50 coming. <laughs> then he realizes, fuck, this guy's got amnesia. Uh-huh. I'm going to play this hard. And convince him that he's actually Santa. That he's Santa. Because if you do have amnesia and you remember everything but your name and where you came from, I guess you also forget that Santa is not real. Yeah, not that, hey, you're a mall Santa. No, you're actually Santa. You're, you're Santa. Santa Claus. Why am I not at the North Pole? Because it's almost Christmas. We got a thing. Your publicist mm-hmm. needs us to be here at the Lakeland Mall. Right. Yep. Okay. Checks out. Checks out. Let's do it. <laughs> Out by the Santa, or out by the whatever that's called, the mall, holiday lane, whatever. whatever what are you, what you is, like? Yeah, Christmas you're the Jackie. mall person too. Like, what is that main area? The like the center of the mall that in where any Santa's other thing, at? You'd call it a mall, but since it's at a mall, what the hell is the center area of the mall? Where they put Santa and all the other bullshit? An atrium. Yes, the atrium. All no. right. I was thinking Christmas Village. Isn't isn't that called just the Christmas Village? Yeah, they set one up in every mall. Right. It's like the place where, like, here is just a giant Christmas tree with these giant um, balls around it, like uh, ornaments, mm-hmm. and giant gifts, but there's no, like, house or anything. Yeah. 
But it's just a place where you go to pay money to get your picture taken with some Santa. It's fingering you. <sighs> That's what happened to me, at least. This now, now, not when I was a kid, dude. Dude, gross. Well, like, how much did you have to pay for that? Um, it was it was uh, it was a good a fair amount. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Wasn't cheap. No wonder it's your favorite time of the year. <laughs> I could have uh, could have just gone down and gotten a massage and a tug job, but uh, you know, it's not it's not the same when it's not Santa. You know, you kind of want to be fingered by Santa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so uh, he he's uh, these go- these dudes are, are uh, stealing the donation money for the children's orphanage. Yep, uh, to save it, uh, they don't do a very good job. They get caught, and the this kid sees them and is like, "Help!" I actually one of the only notes I had here is that she sounds the Santa distress call. Right, right. It's like the bat signal. Yeah. She's like, Santa! And then he immediately goes, but that's the Santa distress call. (laughs) I must move to action. Somewhere a child is calling my name. Yeah, I'm right over here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And he goes over there and kicks the shit out of these guys. Yeah, just beats the shit out of them. It's awesome. (laughs) And at one point, somebody screams, he's got a candy cane! (laughs) Yeah, they're helping the crowds into it. Oh, the crowd loves it. Yeah. They're cheering. I mean, honestly... Dude, if I saw Santa, Santa beating a lot of ass, I would be like, this is probably the best day of my life. Yep. Yeah, because when, when are you going to get the opportunity to really see a Santa Claus kicking someone's ass? Yeah, it's all downhill from there. Yeah. You're I never, mean, yeah, you're going to fucking cheer. You're yeah. going to throw dollars. Right. <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's a boomer clause and whacking around a couple of millennials and a bunch of Gen Xers with cash. Yeah. Throwing it at them. <laughs> get it. it. Get it, you two. Get in there. Get them. Kick his ass, pull his fucking ponytail, <laughs> rip his man bun off. Uh, <clears throat> so he decides that he's got to help out the orphanage. He doesn't know why, but he's being called to the orphanage. I, I must help them, and I'm not sure why. I'm not sure. I uh, need help. And and Lenny's like, well, okay, let's take my scooter. Let's take my scooter. Oh, because Lenny has to stay involved. Because he's trying to break into Blake's ATM account. Yeah, and he needs his thumbprint. Yeah, so he's got to follow him around. Well, the easiest thing he could have done is just put a date rape drug in his drink and then cut his thumbs off. Yeah, that's what I always do. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Then then I can take Santa home and Santa can finger me at home. You just take one <laughs> of the fingers with you. Right. Forever. It's Santa on the go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, we got to go back. I think Santa's finger fell out of my butt. <laughs> I gotta go find it. Dude, we can get you another one. No, it's nope, not the same it's thing. Not the same. There's only ten of them. Yuck. <laughs> um, so they ride off. They get to the orphanage, uh, but Frost has sent his goons there too to like hassle the head lady. Like, man, they you guys steal their sell. fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. Right. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, dick move. And this is when I get sad. Oh. Right when they get it to the orphanage and they're getting hassled because Garrett Morris shows up and you're like, God damn it, Garrett, you just never got a job. Who's was, Garrett Morris? Garrett Morris is one of the original Saturday Night Live guys, the black dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. He oh, yeah, yeah, spent yeah, yeah. his whole life in shit like yeah. this. Yeah, and every time you see him, you're like, oh, God, I wish you would have just got one good one, but you never did. Yeah, never did. Um. The bad guys pull their statue down that's out in front and drag it down the street, and they're about to run over Garrett Morse, and suddenly they can't because 
Santa has arrived, holds the chain, and stops the car from moving because mm-hmm. he's got super strength. He is super Santa. He's super Santa. Yeah. In reality, they would have drug his ass down the road. My right. fingers would have <laughs> came off. Hey, pick those up. Yeah. Going to need them later. Precious Santa fingers. Um, so he he fucks up their shit. Um, the the orphans and the people running it are like, hey, come on inside, hang out with us, Santa. Well, I think you're missing the pivotal point here. Oh, when the villains back up their ice cream truck, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're like, we'll see you later, Santa, yeah, and then they, they drive off. It's like fucking random. They don't really just make off. They like do. They put it in reverse and they like heckle him. Right, like, right. Maybe you win this time, Santa. Santa. <laughs> okay. Nobody's even questioning that Santa just did this. Like, wait, was why is Santa here? They have fart small guy. They have fart small guy, right? Why are they gonna question being defeated by Santa? Right. What's your power? You're like, then one of them's probably like, I kind of figured this would happen. It's fucking Santa. I knew it. You you figured this would happen? <laughs> that we would be thwarted by Santa? It's like, well, we do have fart smell guy I knew on there our was a team. Chance. <laughs> There's always a chance. Uh man. So he gets invited inside for dinner, him and Lenny both. Um he talks to everyone, meets all the little children, and uh they explain to him that uh those are frost goons and he's he's always trying to hassle them. So, do you know, Sam? Sure. Did, did the little boy at the orphanage, what else was he in? Because he Picket looks... Fences. He's the kid from Picket Fences. Yeah, That's right. why I've seen everybody's seen him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's the youngest son of Tom Skerritt's character. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. He also looks like one of the Malcolm in the Middle kids, but he's not. But he's not. Yeah. He's the kid from Picket Fences. And there's really... He does a lot of voice work. The girl, blonde girl, does a lot of voice work uh, after this, but those two don't blow up like Kunis or even Bob. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, so they also stay the night. They're they're sticking around. They've got plenty of places to sleep. All the they've they've hoard out the rest of the orphans. Uh, <laughs> this is like my favorite doorbuster sale on them. They're like, oh, we got most of the other kids adopted, and then the weird little boys like, we're the leftovers. <laughs> he stomps off. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what are you complaining for? Turkey leftovers are delicious. I hate Christmas and I hate all of you. <laughs> like that's why you're you didn't get adopted, kid. Yeah, you got right. a poor attitude, you're a Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe if you wouldn't sit around listening to Depeche Mode all the time, you'd get adopted. <laughs> uh, so the next morning, uh, Santa comes down for breakfast, but he didn't put his beard back on, and everybody's like, "What? You're not actually Santa?" Uh, uh, and Lenny's like, "Dude." They got to think you're Santa. Say yeah. something quick. I don't know why the fuck, what the whole thing is. So he's like, uh, the missus says it's itchy, so I just wear the fake beard when mm-hmm. I'm on tour. Mrs. Cla- There's no Mrs. Claus in real life, in his real life either. Right. He seems to be running a ship all filled with men. Mm. In the Navy. Wow. Yeah, I want to be a pirate of Bessance. Uh, hmm. Anyways, so... Lenny sees that he's drinking milk from a glass and is like, oh, thumbprint. So he steals the glass, uh-huh. takes it over to the ATM, because this is a thing in 1996, kids. It wasn't. Um, and scans the thumbprint, and the thing's like, I'm sorry. Uh, you must use the right thumbprint. That is your left thumbprint, mm-hmm. you dipshit. 
And he's like, thwart it again. I'll never be a zillionaire. But he gets nabbed at the ATM because he was also on Frost's take. Or he is now. He owes Frost yeah, money. Right. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So he's like, uh, all right, here's the deal, Lenny. Uh, I'm going to cut off your toes unless you uh, get rid of that Santa asshole. He's, he's thwarting my plans. Bastard. Lenny's like, okie dokie. I'm in. Uh, back at the ranch, Milikunas has sewed him a new Santa suit. Oh, my God. This thing is amazing. <laughs> yep. When this comes out, I'm like, oh, little kid fucking ruined it. But then mm-hmm. he starts putting it all on, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he's got uh, ripped off sleeves uh, and uh, a utility belt and action pants. Action tight pants. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like how it's just long enough to cover up his wiener. Uh-huh. Yeah. What he's got here is a wrestling costume. Yeah, he's dressed <laughs> like a wrestler. <laughs> I like the stars uh, for buttons. Uh-huh. That's nice. Yeah, he's only missing the cape. You got to have the cape. Santa doesn't have a cape. If you were a Santa themed wrestler, no, wrestlers have capes though. Some of them. <laughs> yeah, well, most of them, and then they take it off when they go to wrestle. It's cool. Or they, it's like a robe, I guess. You wear your robe. What's the Not deal really? with the robe? Nobody does. Even that. boxers wear robes when they come out. You want to stay warm. Do like the basketball players do. Do those rip away pants? Wait, what's with the robe? The robe is warmer than the rip away pants. Mm. And you're doing a lot more running before a basketball game. Hmm. You can't be jogging around like doing warm up. Could you imagine trying to do warm up layups in a bathroom? That'd <laughs> <laughs> be pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> you could pull it off, but it would be tricky. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, he's got a new action suit. Uh, the news team shows up and, and they're like, Hey, so, uh, Santa, what's your story? You're Santa Lanty. And they're like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm totally Santa. Uh huh. So Mm -hmm. he doesn't know the story of Santa at all at this point because he's like, I eat reindeer meat. Right. Well, because Lenny's like trying to guide him into being like, this is what you say. And it's this, it's just a. Game of telephone between the two of them, Jackie. Yeah, it was stupid. It was stupid. <laughs> I eat reindeer meat. And after the press corps is like, one of these days, Timmy, we're not going to get the bullshit assignments anymore. <laughs> You'll be out there covering traffic. Yeah, yeah, I don't, if I have to go to the cat show again this week, god damn it. Oh, I'm here at the cat show. And then Timmy's like, no, man, we got passed on the cat show. <laughs> we gave that to Phil and Lisa. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? We're doing seagulls at the fucking dump. Oh, no. We're going to seagulls at the dump from here? Fuck. I would like both of those jobs. <laughs> seagulls at the dump. You'd like to be like, interview a seagull at the dump. Uh, I, I was trying to get an interview, Sam, with uh, seagull Mr. 549, the one with the black spot on his back, but he just seems to be a little skittish today. Every time I throw an apple core at him, he flies away. <laughs> Back to you, Back Justin. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the problem. You got to interview the dump guy about why there's too many seagulls. Why there's so many seagulls up here, sir? Is like, there some sort of something in the water, like fluoride or something? No, and he's gonna trail off onto some fucking. T- like, there's too much trash that they love, <laughs> and I hate them. But the cycle goes on and on forever. It'll never stop. And- it's symbiosis. <laughs> Our dump has giant crows. It does. It's it's and seagulls. It's frightening. And the seagulls. seagulls are great. We love the seagulls. 
Uh, but the but you, you go up there, the giant crows are frightening. Like, welcome to hell. <laughs> well, I'm afraid that they're going to fucking attack you. The yeah. seagulls, you know, they're not going to come near you. No, 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 no. But and they, crows... they, they, the seagulls actually come into town and like they're part of they're part of our community. But the, <laughs> the dump seagulls, the dump seagulls. but the fucking ravens just stay up there and sit there and stare at you when you drive up. And they're massive. They're like fucking condor size. Four foot wingspans. Yeah, dude. They're yeah, they're intimidating. <laughs> yeah. I I I am scared of the, With their the dump crows. Yeah. <laughs> the dump ravens. I'm like, oh, I gotta get back in the truck. Yeah, that's weird. Um, okay. So this whole news broadcast has been seen by Frost, so he's like, uh boy, some, there's something familiar about that Santa. Hmm. It's like I know him. Hmm. Another night comes and goes. Uh, the goons show up again. Santa whips their asses. Uh, but this time, Taylor is his name, uh, the grumpy kid. He watches and is like, fuck this shit. I have had it. I am not letting them take my orphanage because we know one thing about uh, orphans. They love orphanages. Um, sure. Uh, and he goes and runs over to Mr. Frost's house, and I guess he's going to whack him? No, he's going to break their window. He sees it. He's like, oh, you threw this Paul Revere head through our window? Mm -hmm. I'm going to fuck up your window. So he's going to go hit their window with a slingshot. Oh, eye for an eye shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah, a little Hammurabi's code. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what he's thinking. <laughs> he's a child of history, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's in there shrubs being like, oh, you thought I didn't read The Art of War. <laughs> I'm about to break your window. Hmm. Oh, boy. All right, but then Santa shows up and he's like, hey, that's not cool, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we don't do that. Um, I just watched you kick their asses. But he did it in self-defense. Um, did he? <laughs> yep. Okay. They were really aggressively attacking his ability to not look like he was kicking their ass. Right, right. Um, He spies on Frost a little bit, and is, he already knew that he was going to turn tear down the orphanage, but uh, he's now reminded of it, I guess, because he goes back that night and is like, so what's the deal with tearing down the orphanage? Is there something underneath the orphanage yeah. that he could possibly want? And they're like, oh, yeah, we've got catacombs down there. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, the kids use it as a clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Yeah, there's a vault. Okay. <laughs> there's in Lakeview? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, duh. Of course. Okay. Of course there's catacombs down there. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that, so what you're really telling me is that you didn't adopt out those orphans. They're just rat food down yeah, in the right. basement. Yeah, yeah. We uh, oh, got them adopted. Like, graves down there There's it's like bones. indiana jones yeah, and shit no shit <laughs> like wait this is a different movie now knights templar huh how yeah. about that he chose poorly <laughs> to star in this movie yes his career died after he drank out of this holy grail shriveled <laughs> up and his hair it's his career's hair grew really long and his, eventually his head came off um Uh, so yeah, there's a vault. They go down there, and uh, this whole scene with the lock combo. There's some sort so of they, like co uh, like combo lock. They went um 
8-24-16 or something like uh-huh. that. 8-16-24. Okay. Or no, it was 8-24-16, which right. means for me what it, what it, was, it was jogging. They're all multiples <laughs> of eight. But what's fun is they don't finish that little they don't math puzzle. Ma- he just figures it out and does it, and you never find out whether it was like. I'm saying been, 48. It would have been 48-32 yeah. at that point, right? right? Right. Yeah, so I don't know what this is all about. It's very weird. And uh, he's like, I shouldn't know this, but I do. But he does. And that's also not explained at all. Yes, it is. Well, later. later. Really? Why would he know the combo lock? That's not explained. It's because not like- he was an orphan at this orphanage, and he, too, used this as a playground, and they figured out the lock. So at one point, he opened up the vault and yeah. went in there and was like, fucking Santa crystals, yo. How else did he get rich? It wasn't the fucking salad dressing. Uh-huh. No, his uh, uh, Frost later says that his parents were rich, his adoptive parents. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I, this is not. This whole scene should not exist. But I mean, like maybe like pirate gold. Maybe they got pirates gold in the basement or something. Why do we have Santa crystals? We know what's really down there. Uh, Radon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poison. Um, so sure enough, uh, the, these, these crystals grow all over the place. There, there's tons of them. Um, they, they hold energy, they hold energy. They light up on their own. They explode when contacted. This is a dilithium crystal mine uh-huh, underneath uh-huh. this right. fucking orphanage. Yeah, you are going to make the Kessel run here pretty soon. Uh, no, that Kessel run wasn't dilithium crystals. Oh, that's the power of the Starship Enterprise. Yeah. And the, the Star Trek uses dilithium crystals to hold antimatter. Yeah. You can't touch those. No. Your face gets all melty, and then you start giving soliloquies to your buddy. I don't know if that was a dilithium crystal or if that was the reactor. That's the reactor, but isn't that where the dilithium crystals are? No, the dilithium crystals are like the gas tank. They store the antimatter. That's what I thought he had to do. I thought he had to go put more dilithium crystals in there. No, he had to reignite the reactor, but it had antimatter radiation or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No one was more. Unclear. It's sad. Well, Rathacon, you yeah. think? <laughs> well, then they're like, well, these crystals are what make the windows sparkle upstairs. Right. Okay. Cool, kid. What? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Okay. And it's kind of like when they're in the church earlier and she's singing a song and he's uh-huh. like, I know that song. And then she tells him, if I sing it just right, then the windows will sparkle and my mom will become a snake. My mom will become a snake. My mom will become a snake. Uh, kid, you, there is radon down there because you are losing it. Yeah. She's trying to say something else, but that's what comes out. Yeah. And they didn't have another shot of it, so. I don't know what the fuck, man. That's what, there's a couple of them. There's once I think Bob says fucking, he's not trying to, and you're like. That guy just said fuck. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Um. So there, this this mine of uh, dilithium crystals is worth millions and millions. I don't know why. Um, you can't use these things. I don't know. They explode. You can yeah. use them to sword fight. Uh, <laughs> they don't explode that well. I mean, you they can't maybe... really use them for anything, can you? And there seems to be a bottomless pit. Uh huh. There is a bottomless thing. pit. Yeah. And you know, really, it's the gates of hell. Uh. This could be a good tourist attraction. You push them down there and say, and you'd be like, "Do you have a child that you no longer want?" Yeah, bring them to this orphanage. Yeah, 
wink, 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 wink. <laughs> and then they start sacrificing people to this bottomless pit. It's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the orphanage gets really rich. Boba Fett uh, falls into it. He makes it out though. Yeah, he does get pooped out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um. So. Upstairs, uh, the doctor has uh, nabbed everyone, and Hogan's starting to come to about who he is. He knows that he's not Santa, uh, but he doesn't necessarily know that he's uh, this Blake guy. Yeah. Um, but everybody's nabbed. Uh, he runs up there. He chases him up a bell tower, and they fight up there. But then eventually, Santa, the Santa decoration, grabs Santa and chucks him off the bell tower. Yeah. A fucking eight-pound plastic Santa throws uh-huh. Hogan into a dump truck. Right. Well, this is where we also get the very expensive crane shot. This uh-huh. didn't work. It, like They could only use like four seconds mm-hmm, of it mm-hmm. because it dipped in the middle of the shot. And they went all the way to where they lost it. And you see the first three frames of the crane going, whoa, <laughs> where are you pointing that thing? Uh, so either way, he's got his he's gotten unbonked. Uh, he's he's unamnesiaed now. Yeah. He's bonked back to normal. We all know if you get hit in the head twice, it is better for you. <laughs> yep. Well, according to the National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. yes, if you get kicked once, your eyes go crossed. Right. If you get kicked again by a mule, your eyes go back yep. to normal. Right, right. Every the damnedest thing. Healthcare is all about even numbers. The new research on CTE does have conflicting opinions. Okay, okay. Wait, yeah. wait did you go into the CTE twice? No. There you go, man. See? You blew it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Stupid research. <laughs> maybe you have to read the research article twice. I don't know. Throw um, coal at him. You just hit yourself with the research article in the head. <laughs> twice. Like, ah, uh, cuss this. My brain. Uh, so now he knows who he is. And uh, he goes. He wakes up back at his house. Uh, his his man's found him in the front. The garbage guy dumped, dropped him off there. Or yeah, something. the garbage guy recognized him, mm-hmm. and then they gathered him up, but then didn't bathe him. They just threw him in his bed, dressed as dumpster Santa. Right. And so he calls the orphanage immediately, but Frost has hijacked the phone line and is like, uh, we don't even like you. Go away. We don't want you here, Santa Claus. They've got some lines from the orphanage lady on a dictaphone. Right. And he's buying it. Yeah. Yeah. So now the orphans are back there like, why didn't he come back? He's ditched us. Santa fucking hates our asses. We're the leftovers. And <laughs> <laughs> inside I am laughing hysterically. I'm going to go crawl into the catacombs and die. <laughs> Be like, oh, Tommy. You're so- I'm too sad to even listen to Depeche Mode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the goons show up, blow up the front door. Uh, they start spraying fart gas everywhere, and uh, uh, Frost makes the 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 kids become miners. Uh, he takes them down, like, oh, open this thing up. Uh, we've got crystals in there. Sweet. How are we gonna get them out? Uh, well, child labor. Duh. Miners. Like he's got little miner hats yeah. for them already. Miner miners. These are miners. <laughs> yep. War. So, but it's it's like actual mining, you know. Send kids in there to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like you can just pick them like apples. Right. This is going to be like a two-day job. Guys. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, He also exposes Lenny as the fraud that he is. Uh, 
But uh, so now they're like, "You're a dick, Lenny." And Lenny's like, "Okay, fuck this guy. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna call Blake, and we're gonna get the we're gonna start kicking ass again." And uh, so Blake is now like, "Okay, cool. I know that I'm Action Santa. Let's let's go. Let's kick ass." And he he assembles Team Action up. Santa, yeah. which is his. His driver, mm-hmm. his butler, mm-hmm. and his chef. Right. And then he drives and he doesn't even let his driver drive. No. So I wonder no. what his driver even does. He's just the tire changer guy. I guess that's his, his weapon is a tire iron. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a star, a four star. It's just yeah. like a single tire iron. Right. Now those four star ones are impractical when you're trying to whop people. Um, I think you could probably fuck a guy up pretty good with one of those, Jackie. You can wing them. Yeah. Like they're a boomerang. Yeah. They don't come back. Yeah. Like Chinese star. They hit the guy and he goes down. Shabrukin. Have you ever been hit by a... Tire iron? Uh, constantly. But I got hit twice. So, so he's okay. okay. Ah. Oh, okay. All right. Um. So he uh, uh, speeds past Clint Howard. And uh, so Clint Howard's like, shit, there's the terrorists. I got to get them. And it all begins again. And uh, the chef puts salad dressing on the road causing it to be slippery and wiping out one of the cop cars. Two bottles of salad dressing uh-huh. is like the worst oil slick ever. Right, right. So uh, I don't think this is very it's either great salad dressing or it's horridly poisonous. <laughs> or you're going to spend a lot of time on the toilet. Right. You wouldn't even stay on the toilet. You'd slide off with this salad dressing. Whip. They've also got like a whey protein cloud. They, yeah. they, they dump one of the powders out and mm-hmm. uh, it causes the cops not to be able to see anything. It's like a smoke screen. Yeah, and that's when Clint Howard starts yelling about how he was in Desert Storm. Right, right. They're like, wait, what? This is a little left field. <laughs> okay. They've got a roadblock ahead and there's a guy there, some some rookie cop with a fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. It's obviously a rookie cop and that is definitely a rocket launcher. I don't uh, know that he should have that. Uh, bazooka day, huh? Yep. <laughs> like you're gonna go with, you're just gonna lead with that, huh? Okay. Just in case you ever need to take down a chopper, you know. This yeah. is L.A. after all. Ugh. So he shoots the rocket, and I guess uh, uh, Hogan's Humvee is uh, super sport because it just dodges it. He just steers out of yeah. the way, and then it blows up Clint Howard's car. And he dies, Clint Howard. He's horribly dead. Yeah. He is blown into several people. The door rips him in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard is very still sad about losing her uncle. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. That's her uncle? Clint Howard? Yeah. You didn't know that Clint Howard's uh, Ronnie's Howard. brother? No? Yeah, dude. They're... Yeah, he's, they're, he's so ugly. Well, Ron Howard's Ron not ha- exactly a fucking dreamboat, honey. Yeah, he's not. Well, no, but. B- BDH has got it all from her mom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Clint Howard's the best, by the way. And so they bust back into the uh, 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 they bust into the back of the orphanage. They bust the kids out. Um, they make the uh, chemist. Uh, they fill up his suit with fart gas. With his own fart his own gas. Fart gas. <clears throat> Push he has his, to jump out the window. And he doesn't really find his own medicine to be bitter. He finds it to be sweet because he starts laughing maniacally. Uh-huh. He's like, I have been defeated, 
but in the best way possible with my own farts. And he just laughs, laughs for the rest of the movie. Right. Every time you see him after that, he's still just laughing about how bad his own fart smell is. Well, at this point, he's got uh, brain damage from no oxygen. Yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's been oxygen deprived uh-huh. and he's never going to be the same. No. Um, Unless it happens again. Yeah, right. No, that's true. <laughs> Uh, Lenny dumps a bucket of water on Miss Watt, and I'm pretty sure she's dead. She's not okay. Yeah. yeah I don't think you can do that because it's not like she has on and off switches on her gloves. Anything she... T- there's constant electrical energy coursing through her hands at all time. Yeah. She's oh, dead. She's dead. Um, and She wasn't even wearing the right kind of t-shirt to get that wet. But on... <laughs> I'm just saying... Yeah, you dump water on Lady. Gonna get the two birds with one stone there. Uh, can we get Jim Winerski in here? <laughs> yeah. We need to reshoot this scene. <laughs> She's like, dump water. I'm just t- tell him to take the shirt off. <laughs> take your shirt off and shake your titties. There we go. <laughs> See? It's easy. <laughs> yep, that was my first job interview, too. <laughs> You've heard Jim Winerski? <laughs> yeah. Take your shirt off and show us your titties. Shake your titties. Um... <laughs> So, she's dead. Uh, he frees the others and learns that, uh, shit, he was raised there with Frost. And they were best friends. They were buddies. And now Frost has lost his way. Oh, the kids also locked the doctor in the freezer, so he's dead. He's frozen to death. He's frozen to death. Right. Do that. Which is a horrible, painful death. Mm-hmm. Freeze to death? Yeah, I wouldn't like it. Not cool, man. Uh, what do you think you would do? Freeze to death or run out of oxygen first? You freeze to death. Yeah. yeah. There's plenty of air in there. Yeah. Not unlimited air, but, you know, probably More eight More air hours. than you need. Eight hours of air. I don't know. He wasn't wearing enough to stay away. He was, he was dressed to live in there for about 45 minutes before mm-hmm. things went real south on him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would suck. Um, so Blake goes into the vault, and he's fighting Frost down there, and they're sword fighting with the crystals, even though if you just drop one on the ground, it explodes, uh, or maybe look at it where it explodes. They, the crystals start vibrating. Yes. And they're going to explode. Why are they vibrating? Well, then they get vibrations. They make energy. Okay. So, like, the fight has caused them it's to much start shaking around. Shaking around. They, their fighting has shaken the earth. The, yeah. Okay. They're causing Let's also reevaluate what has just happened. Is that Ed Bagley Jr. on screen has been moderately successful in a fight against Hulk Hogan. Correct. <laughs> Bad job. <laughs> right. And the only reason that he really loses is mm-hmm. because the orphanage mom pulls his air tube out. Right. And then the so Hulk Hogan knocks journeys. his... Knocks his uh, face mask off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's now uh, been germed. So, yeah, that sucks. Uh, the whole place is going to blow, so they got to get out of there. They run out just as the orphanage implodes. Yeah, the crystals have vibrated to the point that they're full of energy, so they suck the orphanage into them. Uh-huh. And the whole thing that we were trying to stop has just happened. Yep, yep. demolished the whole goddamn thing. Good work, everybody. Uh, nice of you to show up. The cops pull up, and they're like, oh, boy. Ooh, who do we lock up for this one? Huh? 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 
But they do lock the goons away in, uh, in the paddy wagon, but it's filled with farts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's torture. Uh, so now that there's no orphanage, he's got no choice. Uh, everybody come live with me. I got a big place up on the hill. Even the staff. Even the staff. Yep. yep. Right. Uh, and then there's like a shitload of other kids there, too. There's not just the three kids, the leftovers. There's like 50 kids. Well, it looks like they're having some kind of fucking birthday party. Everybody's got a little party hat on. Yeah, but he's really. still wearing the Santa hat. And right. there's streamers and balloons. And Lenny is sunning himself Why? the Saturday Night Live guy mm-hmm. is mowing the yard. Yeah, he's jacked about it. He's got a rider now. Yeah. It's easier. Yeah. So, wait, I have to mow your yard and live? Like, why don't, no, I think, I'll, I think I'm good. I think I'm just going to go f- see if I can get another job someplace else. <laughs> he might just be doing laps on the lawnmower. We don't know. Oh, like Forrest Gump? You just, he just likes like it. Anybody was like, I don't really have much to do here, so I'm going to drive this thing around because yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Wee. <laughs> Maybe get a kid. What? Get what? it. Like, with the lawnmower, like, yeah. okay, get a kid. Like, you're an orphan. Come live with me, little boy. Not No, run over a toe. Mm. Um, it's pretty violent. I think maybe adoption is a nicer nicer thing to do. <laughs> they're like, oh, you must be from the Hulk Hogan adoption orphanage. How can you tell? Well, you've only got four toes mm-hmm. on that one foot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's the end of the movie. Yay for... Those kids, I guess. I guess it all worked out in the end. Right. And uh, he's Santa every day now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gross. So then they throw he throws his Santa hat off onto some bush. Oh, what the fuck was this? There was a, supposed to be like a bush that looked like something. Like a hedge, a shaped hedge. And it doesn't look like anything. I was like, is it a hand? Is it a turkey? Is it a turkey hand? Is it? I know what it is. It's a very poorly trimmed hedge. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Was, was it like a Christmas reference? I don't know. Um, let's ask some questions. Who wants to go first? So was the love interest in this film for Hulk Hogan, the little girl? Oh, Jackie. What? Uh, no. No. In, there was. I don't think there was a love interest. There wasn't she a love interest. She didn't really hook up with the, the lunch lady either, the, or the head Ma- madam the lunch lady whatever, whatever head of the orphanage you know, lunch lady yeah you know. the head madam lunch lady <laughs> the head madam lunch lady i actually i just got a semi right now thinking <laughs> about that those two things happening at one time oh that's hot she likes them extra sloppy oh boy yeah uh no i actually think that the character of what is his name clay what blake 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 he seems to be completely asexual in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he just thinks that the kid's nice. Did yeah. he? Do you think he adopted that kid? I mean, he adopted like, like he fifty kids. Started his own orphanage that you get to live at forever. Right. Yeah. He's he's Jolien out. Jolie. Jo Angelina Jolie. Oh, Angelina. With oh, all God. of her yeah. adopted children. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't she going to adopt one from like every country? Yeah. <laughs> Her and her dad. Um, Sam? Question? What was the hedge supposed to be? What could it What could it have the been that would have made that sense? The only thing that works is if it's something Christmas related. Uh, so it should have been shaped like a fucking Christmas tree. But it wasn't. Uh, maybe it could have been shaped like, uh, like Santa. Uh, but it wasn't. A reindeer? A reindeer? 
but it wasn't. It was yeah. just a glob of. It's your tickly fingers. Mm-hmm. Oh, Santa fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa fingers, the real mm-hmm. true joy of Christmas. Right. Yeah. Huh. Yep. That's what it was. Could pick up Jackie. Uh, should we get to the big one? Sure. Does this film capture the true spirit of Christmas? Absolutely. Yep. I yep. agree. I totally agree. He helps other people. Mm-hmm. Hey, this one might be the most Christmassy that we've done. This is he. This is basically the plot of this is the true me. This is a Christmas Carol with a guy that's got a gun show happening when he takes his shirt off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even like there was a couple lines I was like, "Huh, man, that is the true spirit of Christmas." Like where he was like, uh, the, the kid's listening off the rules of Christmas and is like, uh, "Try to help, try to help someone." Dot, dot, dot. Who's less fortunate than you? Yeah. Not just to help someone less fortunate. I was like, dude, that's really good work, kid. That's 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 straight up Dickens right there, yo. Yep. Santa has Santa rules in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is Christmassy as Christmas can get. Right on. Right on. So and there's not one present given other than the present of a new life being rich, which is a pretty good present. Yeah, that's a pretty good present. Uh, Final recommendations then. Um, Wow, I liked this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's nothing in it that made me laugh out loud or had me excited about anything. It's just, you know, it's just a cheesy Christmas movie, and I liked it. It's not wonderful. It's not epic. Uh, it's not, uh, I believe in Santa Claus or something like that, but I just, I liked it. I, I say it's a do. This is, this is better than I was expecting it to be. It stinks. It's super stupid, but uh, yeah. I'm going to give it a do as well, just for some simple reason that, yes, uh, for all the things that you said as well, but the weird one-liners that come out of this movie, Mm -hmm. watch out, he's got a candy cane. Mm -hmm. My mom is going to turn into a snake. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just weird shit like that, like the fuck thing. And when you watch it and you're kind of like, okay, why do they have a fucking ice cream truck? Like, that's so random. Yeah. And like these totally random goons, uh, I just really enjoyed the nonsense of it mm-hmm. that surrounded this Christmas tale and I really enjoyed it as well. I'm going to give it a do. There you go. Sammy? It'll be three do's because the nonsense factor was really the hook for me. I actually got some pretty good laughs out of this thing uh, that were unintentional and I also like that some of the stunts were like some of the car slides were a little bigger than they wanted. You can kind yeah, of tell. Yeah, that. yeah, right. So there's just little fun things all the way through it and uh, yeah, it's an absolute do. Santa with Muscles is pretty much a must-watch. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. I thought we were going to be bored yeah. and, like, ugh, and groaning constantly. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so there you go. Not as bad as expected. Uh, we've got some streaming do's and don'ts this week. Oh, I got one, too. Okay, why don't you go first? Um, I watch Noel uh, on, on the Disney Channel. Okay, <laughs> um, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. It, it has uh, Bill Hader and the lady from Pitch Perfect. Kendra. Oh, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Thank yeah, you. Okay. Um, Did he chuck her? No. He's a big guy. She's a little kid. He can no. Pick her up and poop but it was a, it was a a, yeah. a a twist on Santa Claus. Okay. Uh, you know, inheriting the red hat and all, and I found it to be quite charming and and very good. Uh, hold on. Uh, let me. Yeah. yeah, that was, oh man, gross. I found it to be charming. It was a charming little tale. <laughs> it doesn't have very good ratings on like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, but I thought it was a pretty dang good 
solid Christmas movie. All right. I got kind of teary at one point. Wow. Wow. Well, if we're going to do that, I watched Lady and the Tramp for about 17 minutes. Oof. The, the, the live one. action? Well, yeah. So, Evie, my daughter wants to watch it, and so we're watching it, and she's not paying attention to it. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not going to watch this if you're going to watch it. This is actually so bad that I want to turn it off right now. Uh-huh. The talking dog, it's awful. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah, don't do that. No one likes it. Why are they doing it I still? Know. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I watched The Black Cauldron on Disney+. Plus. It stinks from I've 1985. Oh, boy. Real bad. I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but Jesus Christ, Disney, what were you thinking? Uh, it was one of my favorite books when I was a kid. And it, 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 it didn't even matter because I'd forgotten everything about the book, so I had nothing to compare it to. I was just like, this is so dumb. Mm. Um, anyways, we got uh, on Prime, Sam and I watched this. Max Magician and the Legend of the Rings. This is a this is kind of a an oddball uh, Canadian production children's movie that uh, the shitty Lord of the Rings knockoff, but uh, you know a little less scary. Look, I'm going to pull a rabbit out of my butt for um, second dinner. Right, right. No, not that. There was no hobbitses. Oh, just super, super budget shooting and really bad acting. I don't remember this movie. <laughs> oh, that's movie not yet. good. That's not good. Uh, that's, which, I'm going to say that's probably do not. Uh, Max Magician uh, is this kid that gets picked on constantly because he's a he's a fucking wizard and uh, gets sucked into this other realm where there's a talking mouse that guides him on how to defeat. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Evil uh, uh, skeleton guy whose entire audition must have just been going. That guy's that guy stunk. <laughs> oh, he was the best part of the goddamn yeah. movie by far. Actually, he was hilarious. This was uh, even though I forgot it what it was. Now I'm like I can't give it a don't because it's such a fucking weird, not human movie. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That it should be watched. It's bad. Yeah. If if I would say if like you can handle the budgets of. Not necessarily the content, but the budget, the look and feel of, say, Birdemic, that that badly shot. Um, and it, it, the guy, I think, puts it just over the do the, the villain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a do. Yeah. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. Well, it's Canadian. Uh, also on Prime, Wolf Devil Woman. Uh, a Taiwanese film, I believe. Uh, yes, this was made in Taiwan. Where two dickheads uh, find a feral woman who has been raised by wolves. But they weren't looking for... They were looking for a magic turnip. They were looking for a magic turnip. <laughs> ginseng. <laughs> the whole movie's about ginseng. <laughs> Finding some ginseng so they can defeat... The bad guy who's the good guy that wants to find the ginseng, it doesn't. Because remember, they're trying to beat the the evil devil man uh-huh. who turns out to be his dad. Right. Who has employed him to defeat the devil man. Why is he even doing that? I don't know. But the wolf devil woman is very feral. Uh, she does eventually learn to speak English. Well, or, or whatever. whatever Human speech. Human speech in about 12 minutes. Uh, but she fights like a wolf and she's connected to the wolves and she howls all the time. And, uh, so she bites people, she bites people and <clears throat> right uh, in the neck. Mm-hmm, sure. 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 She, she shakes them rabbits in half. Yeah. In 
Oh my god, the fucking rabbit! Like that's her thing is ripping shit in half. Yeah, I guess that's what wolves do with yeah. their hands. She <laughs> just like goes into town for the first time when she has to try to find the her companions that have left her in the uh, on the mountain. But mm-hmm. she knows that they need her help, so she goes into town. She doesn't really understand town. She sees a chicken coop, so she just like rips this chicken in half. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, it's it's like so. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but like out of an anime, like she pauses in midair, she's jumping and goes, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> these Taiwan movies that they just couldn't stop themselves from anything, right? Because it's like they have these weird sets with all the costumes, and so it's like every movie is equal parts. Uh, Hong Kong Kung Fu and Common Rider from Japan. Right. They just can't help themselves from putting everything in there. That's just great. And all of it's baffling and bizarre. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I like Wolf Devil Woman. It's a do for Definitely me, Sam. Do. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, on Prime as well, we watched Blackfire, budget uh, 80s uh, knockoff of every other action movie that was out there. Uh, people consider it a Rambo knockoff. It really wasn't. This was a. Uh, it was a knockoff. We, the plot was directly ripped off of something else, and now I can't think of what, what we were thinking about. Oh, uh, a fucking American Ninja. This it was just American, just American Ninja. Ninja. Yeah, which was really like, whoa, let's... Man, that thing was a big one. Let's do let's, that movie. Yeah, let's just regurgitate American Ninja completely. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it, the the guy is even raised by ninjas. Uh-huh. Like, like... So wait, this is a new movie? No, this is from this is like mid eighties. Wait, no, are we on to a different movie? I I spaced out. You just checked out. Yeah, it kind of sounds like we went from woman raised by wolves to yeah, boy by ninjas raised by ninjas. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is like a common theme in your guys' movie going here, right? You're like, I miss my childhood. Why couldn't I have been raised by ninjas or wolves? Yeah, Ninja Wolf is a really strange movie for you, Jackie. <laughs> oh, that's the next one? Okay, I'll try not to check out this time. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I didn't like Blackfire. I'm going to give it a don't. No, just American Ninja is more fun. That's a thousand times more fun. There's there's really nothing here on Blackfire. You've seen it all a thousand times, so skip it. And the guy that, pl- the only thing that's marginally charming about it is how shitty the lead is. Yeah. He's so bad that he's almost fun a couple times, but he's not fun enough. Wasn't somebody in it, uh, uh, like the other guy, his his buddy? Well, that, he, well I mean, he's somebody because he wrote it. Oh, that's right. He yeah. was the writer. He yeah. was the writer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, skip back for him. Uh, next week, Jackie, it is your pick. Uh, I'm assuming you're doing a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. What do we have lined up? You don't know. Well... I can't do a direct-to-TV movie. No, they stink. They're always so, shitty. And... I wanted to do The Christmas Prince, but that was released, I think, by Netflix. Yeah, it's just going to be one of those Hallmark t- TV. We don't want that. Nobody right. wants that. So I am going to have to think about this okay. a little bit, but uh, it'll be nice. Expect a Christmas movie next week, guys. Enjoy your week. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.